We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. People are mad that Celine Dion didn't make the Rolling Stones all-time 200 greatest singers list. Well, it's a lot of singers for her not to be on it, right? Yeah. That's a ton of singers for Celine Dion. Now, is it just, uh, I did not see the list. It's not like the Rolling Stones is one, Mick Jagger's another one. It's just singers only, yeah? Is that the list as you understand it? I'm what, looking what at the mean? list yeah, right yeah, now. I mean, what do you Mick want Jagger to could be on it. Right, right. a singer. But they, yeah. Right, I got you. Okay. It's so just, it's just who just they deem the great vocalists. Yeah. So, I haven't heard I them. have not seen it, but I can take a quick guess at the top three or four. Uh, you have the list there or no? I got them up to 151. Yeah, I don't care about those. I care about the top. No, no, top I, I, I got to keep hitting up. To so like you, get you, know, you go to the top scroll and do you just have the list 20 to one. Yeah, I have it right here. All right, you have the top what? How many I have the top here? 20 to 20. Lauren Hill is no, 136? No, Lauren Hill should be top 30. She Am I crazy? She's top 30. She's got no, a great voice. No. She does have a she nice, has a great voice, but, but she's no. one out. I think number one is obvious. Carrie Underwood, obviously. No. No. Barbara Streisand? Stop. No. Streisand's probably top 25, though. Yeah, probably. Sinatra's probably up He's there. He's 20. I just saw it real quick. Okay. Adele's up there. I she's bet. in the top 22. Christina yeah. Aguilera's got to be up she's there. She's not top 20. Wh- Whitney just... Houston, Mariah Carey. Yeah. I would think Whitney's one. Yeah, I would Whitney too. is not one. Is it a male or a woman? Uh, Female. Uh, woman. Kelly Clarkson. Well, you and your country, American Idol crap, you got to stop there. Well, am I wrong, though? Yes, apparently yes, you, are. you are. She doesn't have yeah. an She won American Idol. She's not the greatest stop singer of all time. over there. I'm and <laughs> he just, you know what he just did? He just Googled singers. Because there's two different names. He has no idea. Is Whitney Houston two? No. Oh, wait, hold on. Yes. Wow. I'm sorry. Yes. Whitney, Whitney Houston, Houston is two. And you said there's a, a male in front of her? No, a female. A female, a female is the number Whitney. one singer of all time. Yeah. It's not Britney Spears. Let's rule her out. Yeah, I think that's it's a, I, that's I, a fair one. It would have been my number one. I saw the list already because I have a personal gripe with it. Is it somebody from like the 70s? John Lennon is higher than Paul McCartney. That's crazy. Paul McCartney's a far superior. Yeah, you knew this singer. was going to happen with him. Okay, we don't have to get into it. I'm just saying that's, that's it's insa- it's insanity, but it's okay. So am I missing an obvious? Yeah. Is Bette Midler top no, 25? No, she, she deserves a little bit more of what she sings about from you. Oh, really? Oh, Aretha Franklin? Yeah. She's number one, the yes. queen of soul. Huh? I get that makes sense. She's got a great voice. I think Whitney was a better pure singer, though. They're both dead. The number three. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, maybe like, you'd give, like, if she were alive still, like Aretha was alive, then maybe you say, all right, how, she's alive. How, give her the how high is Beyonce? Because she's got to be up Beyonce's there, Beyonce's not a great singer, though. That's BS. Beyonce's not a great singer. That's BS. I'm just telling you what she's people in the industry say. She's got to be in the top 20. Beyonce, do you disagree? Yes, I do disagree. Uh, one of my major gripes on the list. Beyonce is not a great pure she's singer. Beyonce, easy. Beyonce is in the top 10. Oh! That's, that's a ridiculous I, I, list. I'm with you. 
to ridiculous levels. She is, she's a performer. Now, good it's not songs. about album she, sales. It's not about your look. It's not about excuse any, it's me. About excuse me, Craig. A great singer. Craig, I agree. to the left, to the left. Yeah. Put everything in the box to the left. That's yeah. beautiful, man. She's not one of the. She's not the eighth. She's, she's eight on the not list. A, a, one of the ten greatest singers of all time. No. I think she is. She is not. What, what, what is this sudden thing with you and Beyonce? I think she's top twenty. You're out of your mind. Maybe eight's a little too high, but she's top. I don't even find put her top twenty. She can't sing without uh, help from a machine. Oh, that's dude. ridiculous. Ask people that know. Beyonce can't sing. I'm sorry. With people that know, Rolling Stone, bunch of liars. Now let's they see. don't know crap. I mean, good for her. You. you Okay, good for her. What do they do I'll with guys, that. What do they do with guys and gals who clearly don't have good voices? Yeah, but they're really, really well, famous, like a Bruce Springsteen yeah. or a Bob Dylan. Well, because both those guys are not right, better, writers, better writers than singers. But I bet you Springsteen's top fifty. Bob Dylan is fifteenth. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That, that's ridiculous. Now, yeah, if you if it's a songwriter, that's great. Yeah, you know, Stairway to Heaven, you yeah. win. Great, fair enough. But no, no. How high Stop. is Frank? Frank's got to be high. Not twenty. Just, Wow. The idea that Bob Dylan's a better singer than Frank Sinatra is. <laughs> Who is the, right, who's the top I'm sorry, male? 19, 19. Who's the top male? The top male is number three, Sam Cooke. I mean, I love Sam Cooke. Yeah. I'm not going to argue that. Mm-hmm. Sam Cooke had a velvet voice. He's number the best. Four. And then uh, it's Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder, I believe, are the next two are they male next singers. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm good with that. Four is Billie Holiday. Five is Mariah Carey. Okay. Uh, by six, the way, I'm Ray good with Charles. those. Who's six? Six, Ray Charles. Great. Stevie Wonder seven, right? Beyonce eight. That, that's a you, the fact that you Beyonce in that that's yeah. crazy. Now they got it right. Good job, Rolling. Otis Trump. Redding nine, Al Green ten. You're funny. That was good. They're right. You're funny. I commend them. You can't name a single song Al Green ever sang, and you're now telling me that Beyonce's better than him. <laughs> think, just think about think what about what you said. One thing have to do with the other. How, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking no, about. I ripping do. Beyonce's beautiful voice. Oh my own. I mean, what's wrong with you? Yeah. By the way, and I, by the way, answer the damn question. Where's Carrie Underwood? Because if she's not in the top fifty, she's not top this 50. list is a she's joke. Not top fifty, dude. She has an amazing. I bet voice. you though they have Patsy Cline in the top fifty. She might be top fifteen. I would not she be is. surprised if she's the highest ranking uh, female country artist. Thirteen, yeah. Patsy Cline. Yeah. Where's Carrie Underwood? Have you, you answered got, the question? Uh, there? Is Loretta Lynn there too, or no? I haven't seen her yet. Scrolling up. I'm up to pr- yeah. uh, Prince. He's 16. How about Elvis? Martina McBride? She's got a great Adele, voice. Adele is 22. Lo- I love uh, Purple Rain. Prince is a pure singer. Ugh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if he's on this list either. I See, agree I, so the list is for gays. It's not just about I mean, pure singing. Paul McCartney, 26. John Lennon, 12. The well, problem is you on. guys don't like the results, so the list isn't real. That That's no, the no, no. The list yeah. isn't real. And we don't like the results because the list is stupid. <laughs> that's why list, you make lists. And the list is stupid I mean, because you yeah, disagree. I mean, come on, please. It's embarrassing. Where's Lady Gaga on the list? Lady, by the way, Lady Gaga should be ahead of Beyonce. She's got a great voice. Right? Yeah, great pure voice. She can sing. Yeah. That's why I, Beyonce I wasn't disagree. in A Star Is Born because she can't sing. Oh, come on. Yeah. Here's <laughs> uh, Alex in Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. Alex, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Craig. What's up, buddy? Can I get a jet fan for play? you so no. listen, uh, <laughs> so listen uh, these these callers are calling in, man, saying that coaching is everything, and obviously, uh, you know, Zach could have been better with a different coach. That's got to be the craziest thing I've ever heard, man. you got guys like Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Sauce Gardner. These guys have all the same coaches, and you can see the potential there, man. Uh, listen, Zach I think Wilson, if you want to have a referendum – on the New York Jets coaching staff, those coaches would not like the outcome of it. But, but hold right. on, hold on, hold on. Excuse me. You don't think right. coaching matters? 
Is that what you or did I miss? No, I think he went the other way. I think he's saying the opposite. The Jets have great talent. Yeah, okay. They didn't achieve. I apologize. Exactly. I, I heard yeah. you wrong. My yeah, apologies. I mean, no worries. So, listen, in that New England game, Zach was making the dumbest mistakes. Instead of throwing the ball out of bounds, yeah. he throws a pick. Look, Zach Come Wilson on, had man. a terrible year. No, I don't care what his record was. It was a winning record. But uh, if you watched him play it all this year, you know that Zach Wilson was in over his head. He was terrible. And I think the question we got to ask ourselves is, is it salvageable? My opinion is no, he's done. By the way, I don't want to see this guy quarterback for the Jets ever again. I read this. I did not hear it. And I don't like to just believe what I read because who knows if it's accurate anymore these days. Is it true that Mike LaFleur said in a press conference today that Zach Wilson uh, should have sat out a year? That he would have benefited from watching and not playing? Meaning his rookie year, I'm assuming. I'm trying to remember because I heard a little bit of him. In general, that's Did he a, say that? But that's a consensus of a lot of young quarterbacks, that they're all better off watching. I'm just wondering, I, I didn't, I mean... Robert Sala also said he should get away from football and read a book. Yeah? And he did say oh, I that. I got a couple recommendations. I'm sure you do. Yeah. I said that he really said that? Yeah, Costello yeah. has him quoted as, in hindsight, it probably would have benefited him just to sit back and learn a little bit and watch a veteran. Not this year, last year. Yeah. Oh, well, well, yeah. By the way, any point in his career. Well, it turns out that he's not wrong because no, no. look how it went. He right. was right in the moment. Now, here's the... Here's and, the and, and by the way, that is correct on 80% of the quarterbacks that come into the league. So but let me here's ask you the this. problem. Teams don't have time to do that. Right. Because they're on a clock. And even if they intend on saying, oh, let's start this veteran in the meantime, yeah. guess what happens when the crappy veteran struggles after a week or two? Guys like you and I come on the radio and fans scream and yell, let's see the kid. Right. We just don't live in a time anymore where it's conducive for letting a guy sit. Mahomes was a very special circumstance because Alex Smith was good yeah. and the Chiefs were good. So they were able to let him sit back for a year. And the Chiefs won more games than they lost that year. That's, That's what I'm right. saying. That's right. You also, had a, you also had a very secure coach in Andy Reid. How many teams are in that spot? Not a lot. Not as many as you'd like there to be. Um, it, 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 listen, I'm sure this has been discussed. It's not a new thought. Uh, and I know I already know the answer, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring something up that's a moot point already. But if we acknowledge that the NFL is not going to add an eighth playoff team, the New York Jets season is over. Other than trying to play the role of spoiler, should the game mean something to the Dolphins, which we're going to have to follow at the same time as the New England game to see if it means anything. What What is the – what if we – Mike White's not the future starting quarterback of this franchise. Maybe he stays as a backup. Okay, I have no problem with that. We're going to get a veteran quarterback most likely. What's the negative in making Zach Wilson the quarterback against the Dolphins? What's the positive? The positive is another example to see if this kid can figure Dude, something stop. out. He's done. Enough. Enough. So we're just, Enough. that's it? I'm done with him. I, I mean, mean I, I what's can't, the benefit of playing my way? Right. I can't be more. Well, All right, then I think Mike White has a chance to be on this team next okay, year. Okay, then I would do this. All right. If the Commodores are going with uh, Howell, whatever his name is, right? Mm -hmm. Sam Howell. Why don't we play Chris Trebler? I why not? By the kid I, I get that more than Zach Wilson, but here's the reason why I say no. Throw him a little bone. Mike White has started how many games in his NFL career? I think it's six now. Is that the number? Six or seven? Yeah, whatever. That's it? He's done? Yeah, we're at 20 games uh, for Zach Wilson, and there are still people who say, give him more of a chance. We I mean, need to I see more. I saw Mike White against the Bills last year. I saw Mike White last week against the, uh, what was it? Who did we just lose to? Who embarrassed us? You seriously? 
The Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks, that's right. The Seahawks. Jimmy Smith, forgot. right. Yeah. Why do I need to see more yeah. Zach Wilson? Uh, okay, I'm with you. Well, Why do stick, I need to see well, more Mike White? Before we get to Shreveler, yeah. let's just stick with this. I want Shreveler to play. It's over for Zach Wilson. I'm with you. He Fine. has no Done. future here. Okay. I don't care what Robert Sala says at a press conference. He has shown it in the past when he talked about Sam Darnold. It doesn't mean anything. Okay. He's not on this team. He can't be on this team. Okay. Timeout. Now you want to talk about Strebler? Well, hold on. Here's Before my... we get to Strebler, yes. and I'm with you, we can move on from but Zach. Do you, you agree with what I just said? I have no issue with that at all. Okay. I'm good with that. Uh, I don't need to see Mike White anymore. What do I need? What, what do I gain by Mike White playing? I have an answer. Mike White very well could be on this team next year as okay. a backup quarterback. I think he's a very viable option as a backup quarterback for whatever veteran you bring in. Chris Strebler is not an NFL do, quarterback because I've watched him. How do we know Chris Strebler is not Brock Purdy? Because he's not. He had a chance in the game against Jacksonville. And on fourth down, he had a wide-open Garrett Wilson. He missed him by three feet. I know. And Wilson had to make a diving catch to bail him out. Like, he's we're, not, we're not good. We're not going to judge the kid he's on one He's not throw, an NFL quarterback. Mike White is an NFL quarterback. He just may be a backup. Like, I'm not telling you he's a franchise quarterback. I don't think he is. But there's more to learn from Mike White than there is Chris Strebler. Chris Strebler is not an NFL quarterback. I would play Strebs. That's my guy. Why? Because why not? I just told That's you why. why not. There's no negative in playing him. Maybe we find something. Maybe he becomes our gunner on the punt team, and he becomes our backup quarterback. Is there anything Chris Trevler or Mike White, for that matter, could do on Sunday that makes you say, huh, huh, I got to think about that? Yes. If Mike White throws four interceptions and looks totally incompetent, then I know he's dead to me, too. What if he throws four touchdowns and 400 yards and the Jets win and put up 50 points? Uh, then you, you know what? Then I can have him come back as my backup. So there's nothing he's he can do. He's not a starting quarterback for me. By the way, I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. But he's it, probably on this team as a backup. Zach's gone, and Strevler is not an NFL quarterback. Well, we who knew Brock Purdy was an NFL quarterback? Did anybody know that? Huh? I've Anyone watched you know? Chris Strevler. You don't know, watch Chris Strevler? Rick knew. Rick, no. Yeah. Chris <laughs> Trevler had three preseason comebacks. Looked like he could play quarterback no, to me. Wa- no, no. You watch him. Watch him. Yeah. He's not an NFL quarterback. I he's like, that's tough. my guy. He can run. Uh, he's a tough guy, yes, yeah. but he's not an NFL quarterback. Hey, uh, Tommy, do me a favor. Call the Jets. Tell him I want to have Chris Trevler on the show. <laughs> All right? No one. Yeah, who's the, um, what was the Jet last week? Um, who goes, nobody ever wants to hear what I have to say, and he just made special teams Pro Bowl. Uh, and he's like, this is great that you actually want to interview me. Who? Uh, what's his name? Is that Justin Hardy? Yeah, Justin else? Hardy. Good call. Did you see that quote last week? I didn't. I pulled that one out of my yeah, head because I thought of good guy on special It was teams. so awesome. Like, it's so, like, like <laughs> honest. He's like, no one ever wants to talk to me because, you know, who am I? And then I guess he made the Pro Bowl, right? Right. So he goes, now all of a sudden, I got microphones in front of me. This is awesome. <laughs> right? Boop, 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 boop. So get me stress. Let's go. Oh, and by the way, the other thing that you... We and I disagree, and that's fine. Yeah. That's a factor here. Is I actually want to win the game, I do, and I think I mean, that of my... course I'd, I'd like to win, but no, I, I want to win more specifically if Buffalo beats New England, thus making the outcome of the Dolphin Jet game relevant to the Dolphins. Yes, and then I want to win to knock their asses I, out. I also just want to beat the Dolphins. Now, if New England beats Buffalo, which will be very hard to do, especially now that we're getting the good news. About Hamlin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then I don't care. I, I get what you're saying, but I despise the Dolphins so much. I think the coach, how about this coach trying to do a comedic act now and no one's laughing? 
Everybody laughed at Coach McDaniel earlier this season. Yeah, so now and, uh, he's not funny anymore. Funny, right? Did you hear him yesterday? The Mike Lennon stuff. Yeah, it wasn't funny. Not a laugh. Yeah, but if this was August, Craig, or if he's this like, was yeah, September, we have the same physique and build. Yeah, the guy's like an albino giraffe, <laughs> and you're five foot three, and you don't look the same. Oh, we get it. But uh-huh. if he makes the same joke in September, yeah, yeah. they all chuckle. And Dolphin fans are like, I love our coach. He's so funny. By the way, he's about to go from eight and three to eight and nine. So here's the question. How about that? Here's the question. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say. I know exactly would, would what you're you, gonna say. I already, know, I already as... know the question. It's like it's like I have ESP. Really? What's my yeah, question? Yeah, I, I have telepathy. What's my question? You're gonna say if he loses and goes eight and nine, you think the Dolphins would bring in uh Jim Harbaugh and Tom Brady? Oh no, I jumped ahead of that. Oh. Would you take McDaniel as the Jets OC? <laughs> it went all the way there. OC, I think him was the head coach. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I love my What the hell's he done? What? He choked. He, his team choked just like the Jets did. Well, I mean, he's been through a pretty good thing with the quarterback and the concussions. Like, he does get a little bit of a – does he get a little wiggle? Did the Jets get wiggle? They lost their star running back and key offensive No, because it's the second year of it. No And wiggle. we have a defensive coach who has a really good, talented defense that didn't live up to the hype. No, no, I get that. But what have you seen from Mike McDaniel that says, oh, yeah, I can't wait to hire him? Well, I just like quirky guys that got picked out in high school. I'll take him as an O.C. All that quirkiness, great as an offensive coordinator. Show me that sense of humor on Thursday. Michael Floor's coming back, buddy. You know it, and I know it. He's, uh, he's coming back. I'm not sold on anybody coming back because I do think that Woody Johnson well, has to be pissed me. and if, embarrassed. If Salah's coming back, I should have I should have been specific. If Salah's the head coach, Lafleur's the OC. I don't know about that. Yeah, I tell you why. Go ahead. I don't think Robert Salah would have made the point and got out of his way to talk about his first year in San Francisco. When they had like a four-win team and he was under fire, he sucks, lousy choice, and he told the story. Shanahan stuck with him, and the rest is now history. You go out publicly and tell that story in a show of solidarity for your offensive coordinator, and then you fire him? Do you think he's firing him? I'm just saying. Man, you guys are really giving Coach Sala a hell of you a think lot Woody of power. Woody Johnson's going to Sala, or Joe Douglas is saying you got to fire Mike. I think there's a chance Woody Johnson goes to Joe Douglas and says you better do something. Now, did you hear Mike uh, Lafleur's ass today? It was very interesting, and I actually felt bad for him. It was awkward. When I don't know which reporter, and I'm not even knocking the reporter. It's a good question. But one of the reporters today said to Mike Lafleur, "Why do you deserve to come back?" It's a great question, right? And that's a tough question. Like, how do you even answer it? By the so, way, dude, before you answer this. It reminds me of arguably a top five moment on this radio station. And Ooh. I apologize, it doesn't involve you. A Mount Rushmore moment on WFAN. Can when... you guys give me a pen so I can write it down? Uh, in my opinion, you may disagree. Yeah. Christopher Mad Dog Russo. Oh, the hockey thing again? Had Gary oh. Bettman, uh, not Gary Bettman, uh, Mike Milbury on and said, quote, how do you still have a job? There you go. My f- Oh, dude, I loved it. And it's the same question, except you're doing it in a very douchey way. Okay. Why do you? Why should you come back as offensive coordinator? Yes. And he goes, I'm respectfully not going to answer that question. But I will tell you this. I give you everything I got. I bust my ass. Yeah, you know, blah, great, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you can't answer that Craig, question. Craig, yeah. my only point to you, and I think you'd agree with me under this logic, is that Woody Johnson hasn't been able to do anything with this team in six years. He was an ambassador, and while he may have gotten phone calls from his brother, he wasn't focused on the team. I don't think he was, at least. He is now back. The New York Jets look like a playoff team. They look like a team on their way to success, and they have collapsed. Yes. For whatever reason you want to use for why they've collapsed, they've collapsed. Yeah. Do you think Woody Johnson, who's always had that itchy little finger, yeah. you think he's going to do nothing? I think... To, uh, I think 
there's specific guys he would clean house for. I think, oh, let me go through it. I didn't say clean house. I think Joe Douglas is safe. I and I think he should be. Craig, I didn't say yeah. anything about Joe but Douglas I or think, anyone specifically. Again, I think if you told me, it depends who's available. It's got to be a plan. I'm not even saying the head coach in general. So I'm saying you got to fire somebody so you, you you fire somebody? I think that's possible, because, yes. You know, there's a story, uh, I think I saw Brandon Tierney tweeted. So, I, and no disrespect to Brandon, I didn't, I didn't really get into the weeds on it. I'm not sure if it's accurate or not. But if you're a uh, if you're a Jet season ticket holder, if you could reach out, I saw Brandon retweeted something that said the Jets are raising ticket prices for next year. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't, actually, that, I, don't know, I don't know if that's accurate or not. They actually, so won, I don't want to say anything about it. They I, actually, don't know if it's, I don't know if it's accurate. They won some games. Why wouldn't they raise ticket prices? By the way, speaking of uh, the fan and great moments in fans history, you know, you are now celebrating uh, your fifteenth anniversary as a full time. You know, regular day apart uh, host. By the way, real quick, yeah. he's retweeting, and the guy tweeted at me as well. I apologize Is for not seeing it. Not? A Jet season ticket holder by the yeah. name of Greg tweeted at me, at Brandon, at Woody, and said, I just got my invoice. Yeah. The New York Jets have raised my ticket prices 30%, and he's not happy about it. Boy, no, should you be happy about it? So, I well, believe... Well, confirm that? That's, I, I, let's double confirm The guy's that. not lying, but that's I'm his saying seat. he's lying. It doesn't mean every seat's being raised 30%. Hey, Tommy, can you call the Jets and just ask her to confirm it with your uh, your friends, or whatever it may be? No, but in fairness, just... just yeah. His seat's... Maybe uh, raise 30%. 30%? No, but I believe him, but it doesn't mean every seat right. is raised 30%. So there may be different raises throughout the building. Some parts of the building may not even be raised. That part I don't know, but I've got no reason to believe a guy on Twitter who's a season ticket holder is just making that up. Right. But, like, I'm not a season ticket holder, neither are you, so I'm not sure if the invoice went out. If, if it, I would think there'd be a lot more complaints about it. And if just one guy it makes me think maybe it's not... You know what I mean? Well, I got a friend who's a season ticket holder. I'm going to ask Yeah, reach out because normally if they're raising ticket prices across the board, people would be going bat bleep crazy on Twitter, wouldn't they? Not necessarily because some people I don't see so. their bill immediately. Like, oh, yeah, I got a bill. I'll check I, think, that out a I think we'd have more than one tweet to Brandon Tierney. That's what I think. And that's not a knock on Brandon. I'm saying like someone would have reached out to us. To you, well, the to guy me. did reach out to us. I just didn't oh. see it. He reached he out, to, reach me out and, to me. Well, he reached out to me and Brandon because well, we're actually going to get something done. Difference. You reach out to me. Don't you guys know that by now? Well, then I say it to you. Yeah, you say it, but it's so not, you're, you're not the guy who had his tickets raised. So I don't know what the hell's going on. So you think he's. I, you my, a, my, my, yeah. guy, my friend said he hasn't gotten a bill yet. Oh, so maybe no. that's why. So how'd this guy get a bill? Maybe it, the mail traveled faster to him. Well, maybe it does. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I mean, if it's true, it'll be a big story. Hey, and by the way, just for the record for how successful this season was. For who? For us? For the Jets. Apparently, we dominated. I read an article about That's it. That's old news. Yeah. The New York Jets right now, their record is what again? I forgot. The New York Jets? Yeah. Please, Evan. Why do you make me do this? You actually don't know? It's 7 and 9. You know I'll full well you. I know the Jets' record. That's Why do you make me have to say it out loud? 7 and 9. Yeah. When Adam Gase was hired as the oh, head coach. There we go. Do you remember what their record was in his first year as head coach of the Jets? Seven and nine. Seven and nine. Yes. So sometimes you get to seven and nines in various ways. Yes, you do. They were seven they were a seven win team a few years and ago. By the way, didn't we win our last three to get to seven they and nine? They were hot at the end yeah, of the season. Yeah. Good call. Thank you. You're welcome. Which is what you're saying. That's what kept that's how we kept the job into the next year. Oh, we won our last three. They figured it out. Oops. 877-337-6666. We're going to be on TV a little early today because there's a UConn women's 90-point win coming up a little bit later on on SNY. <laughs> so we'll go 3.30 to 5.30 instead of 4 to 6 on the TV end today. All your calls coming up. I was going to ask Evan if he had to come up with 
the top four the Mount Rushmore moments on this radio station. Oh, I like that. Since we both started back in 2007. Now, I had a three-year hiatus in the middle, so I don't have the 15 in that he has. But what would your, you know, think about it. Within the 15 years I've been here. 2007 through today. And I'm not saying sporting events. Fan moments. Or fan sayings. Or things that went viral that happened at the fan. Craig, we have a problem, though. Before I give you any list, because I am going to think about it. I feel some pressure from you. I feel like if I don't have a couple, if not all. I mean, there's one obvious one. Involving your show? Yeah. Your past show? I mean, Mets fans for Yankees is clearly in the top four. I mean, that's not a for debate. <laughs> yeah, the church. That, that, that Does all-fan stuff count, too? It does. Guys, something that the listeners know. Not to say that. Well, you know, the listeners know about it. The famous off-air issues between Mike and Chris. I saw that firsthand. Does that count? Uh, well, well, think about it. No, I'm going to think about it. We'll get into it later. All, right. All, right, all your calls coming up. Uh, the dark thing, uh, the Jets, and of course, the update on the uh, playoffs and all the NFL stuff right after this. It's- we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. All right, if you're a New York Jets season ticket holder and you've got your invoice for next year, please give us a shout. Uh... Somebody online said it was a 30% rise. So, I got the answer. In uh, ticket prices for his, for his section, so. I got the answer. I would suck. The Jets are raising ticket prices. They've wow. raised ticket prices across the board. Uh, I got a guy, DJ Pete. He says, I'm in the 300 section. Our prices went up as well. <clears throat> How do you do that? I'm Matthew Sloan. I'm a Jet season ticket holder, and I'm being raised about 10, between 15 and 20% for next season. Don Drew said the invoices came out in November. So oh, it's happened so we for just a while. Didn't see it or something? Yeah. Wow. So it's it's happened. The Jets raised ticket prices, and apparently it did come out a while ago. Oh, I wasn't right, aware so of maybe it. we're just getting hip to it now. But uh, you know, no, talk, no. So you think they put it out while the Jets were uh, winning? E- exactly. And now e- they've lost uh, five in a row. So all of a sudden, uh, now it looks bad. That's that's what you're missing. So it came out probably a month ago. And none of us paid attention to it because, hey, the Jets are playing well. Of course they're raising ticket prices. If the Nets sent me an invoice right now saying my ticket prices were going up, 
I wouldn't mention it to you. I wouldn't yeah. bitch about it. Well, they lost last night. I understand, but you get my point. I know, I know. I didn't turn that into I you know, taking I know. a shot. Well, I had to because you would have. But guess what would have happened? Let's yeah. say the Nets go lose nine in a row. Durant, Durant, the pissed. I would then bring up to you, and oh by the way, ticket prices are going up. Yeah, so I right. think the Jet failures has led to so people talking. So the Jets about got it. a little cocky. They took a shot that at uh, eight and four, they weren't going to totally collapse. They've t- uh, excuse me, seven and four. They totally collapsed, and now they're sitting on the reality that they're banging the fan base out for whatever the percentage raise is. Couple bucks here, couple bucks there across the board. They're now they're now vague on their face because the fan base is ticked off with the collapse, and now they're recognizing. Yes. Oh wait, it's going to cost me more money to watch this crap. Bingo! This story came uh, out. I'm reading this from Jets Nation. Okay. JetsNation.com, December first. That across oh, the so board. So we just didn't pay attention because no one was complaining about exactly. it. Exactly. Right. You now know, that they collapsed, we're all pissed off about of it. Of course. That's, right. and, and by the way, that makes a lot of sense. Like, that's not crazy. Yeah. That's the way we are as sports fans. If Steve Cohen sent me an email and said, hey, Evan, sorry, clerical error, we're raising your ticket prices. Yeah. Do you think I'd even bitch? No, you'd be so happy to pay. I'd say, you're welcome, I'll sir. I'll give you and I can to get Carlos Correa deal done. By the way, I did send a, a text message to a dear friend of mine today saying, what happens first? Carlos Correa is a Met or McCarthy is uh, put in a Speaker of the House. Because <laughs> right, they're going on their ninth vote now. Their ninth vote. Yeah, at but, so what point do you say I'm out? Yeah, but at what point? Does that mean the Correa thing would fall apart and he ends up on a different team? I don't know. They tell me on the hotline is my main man, Barry Hearn. Barry's the president of the PDC. That's the, I guess, professional dart something. And uh, we all watched that video yesterday. People going crazy. But Barry and I have a mutual friend. I'll just say his first name, only name, Danny. Uh, Barry, it's Craig and Evan in New York City on the fan. How you doing, buddy? Craig, it's good to hear your voice, my friend. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so it's funny. I was talking about the video I saw, that crazy ending of one of the legs. And uh, um, our mutual friend reached out to me and said, yo, my buddy owns that league. And I was more interested in how much beer the uh, the um, the fans Huge. drank. And Huge. He, yeah, so tell Huge. people how many people attended it. Okay, so you start off by thinking, I know it's quite new in America, although there's hundreds of thousands of dark players, more social players than real, but it's beginning to change. So produce, America's beginning to produce some top dark players. Okay. More of that in the future. As far as the world championship's concerned, 90,000 tickets sold in one hour. One hour, complete sellout. 19,000 tickets 90, in an hour. 90,000 oh, 90. 90, tickets. 90. Because it's a sensible sport, picks its prices to fix its market. We're interested in people. We already make profits. It's nice to make some more. We don't have to kill anybody. We grow gradually. Yeah. We've grown over the last 15 years now to be the second most watched sport in Europe outside of soccer. So now give me an idea. How much does a ticket cost on average to that event? About $30. All right, 90,000 tickets. Average price, 30 bucks. Very affordable. And yeah. how many pints of beer did they drink? Okay, let me tell you, the ticket prices start at 30 bucks. The top-end hospitality is probably 800 if you really okay. want to be cool. But you make your own choice, and we, and we cater for our target market. Beer-wise, I think this year we did, once again, we outdrunk the Munich Beer Festival. Um, <laughs> we're averaging somewhere around 9 to 10 pints of beer per person per night. And we don't have any trouble because the fans are having a good time. You don't buy a ticket at the darts to watch a particular player because when you buy your ticket, you have no idea who's playing. 
We haven't even done the draw. <laughs> awesome. So what you're doing is you're having a night at the darts. So it's you're going because you are. It's, so you're going because you go with your you buddies. It's fun. It's a social event. It's, and it's, oh, by the way, have, you see your high level darts. Got it. Don't don't we all live in a world that needs a bit more fun? Yes. Don't we all get pissed off with all the things happening here. No one hates one player and loves another player. We're having an evening at the darts. It's so diverse. We have the royal family sitting in the same seats opposite dockers, builders, manual workers. It doesn't make any difference if you're black, white, fat, thin, Muslim, Christian. You're at the dark. So then let me get it's this the right. Most wonderful sport you've ever seen. Barry, if I, if I did my numbers right, and I, I was given different numbers before the show, so we're a little off here, but if I do the basic math, that tells me that you guys sold in the, in the proximity of a million pints of beer. We sold, no, I wouldn't say a million pints of beer. We sold, um, to, I saw the figures this morning. We took around two and a half million pounds on the bar. Put it that way. A million pints of beer may be less. It's less than a million pints of beer, but it's, it's not terribly less, you know? Okay, it's, so it's in the vicinity. It's close enough. It's in the vicinity, but when you've had that much beer, who knows where the vicinity right. is? Exactly it's right. eventually. Now, my partner had a good question. How long is this event? Is it a one-day event? No, it's 17 days. It's 3,200 people coming, but 3,000 people coming every day for 17 days. But there's an afternoon session and an evening session. There's a family section. Every session is completely sold out, rammed. Some people I know have been waiting five years to get a ticket. But don't wow. forget, this is one of 100 darts events around the world, and they all sell out. It's just been a little bit of a mystery in America, although last year we brought the World Series to the Hulu Theater New York, and we sold out the Hula Theatre in New York <laughs> to Americans, and they had a wild time, and we're back early June this year. One plug per interview allowed. Yes. Don't miss it, because it's going to be fabulous. Well, and it's got American players living the dream. Count me in I can't for, tell uh, you how unique this sport is. Count me in for next June, okay? I want to make sure I'm sitting yeah. right next to you enjoying it. Yeah, I'm looking at it. June, well, gonna, June 3rd. June 2nd and June 3rd at Hulu Theater. Yeah, right. June 2nd, June 3rd, yeah. Uh, the only sport in the world that is not visible to the naked eye, and no one cares. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, listen, Barry, it's a pleasure talking to you. Uh, what part of Europe are you calling us from? I'm not. I'm in Antigua at the moment. I've just had such a great time of the darts. I need a little bit of rest and <laughs> recuperation. Uh, You're well earned. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. I look forward to talking to you listen, offline as well. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Heard a lot about it. Live the dream. Watch the darts. Watch this space. Plenty happening in the USA. All right. When you come to the States, you look us up, and we'll get together, no doubt, okay? I hope so very much. Thanks for your time. All right, Barry. Thank you so much. How about that? So, 17-day event, morning, afternoon, 3,000 per, and they sold 900,000 pints And they're coming to New York City in five months. I think that would just be a, a party. Right, because well, like, you can't even see the dart from where you and I. I mean, be sitting. that's what it sounds like. Well, where you'd be sitting, I mean, I'd be sitting right near the dartboard. Nah, you'd be course. on the on the bridge. That's what I prefer. Yeah, yeah. I like height, even for my darts. You know, that's crazy, right? It just proves we'll watch anything if we're getting drunk. Exactly right. Nine or ten pints per person. Can't see what's yeah. going on, but I'm having the time of my life. Two and a half million dollars in beer. That ain't bad. Right? Outsells the Munich Beer Festival. <laughs> what are we talking about? That's, that's crazy. Right? Yeah. I mean, stereotypically, you think they probably sell a lot of beer, 
at the Munich Beer Festival. How at Oktoberfest could- in Munich? Yeah. yeah. I was how, there. It's crazy. How far could you push this? Like, how irrelevant event can you create? But because there's beer there, people will show up. Oh, I bet you we could create an event that we could sell at the Hulu Thumb Theater. Wrestling? Like, thumb wrestling? Thumb wrestling? Thumb wrestling. No? Yeah, I bet you that slap league could do it. Oh, <laughs> that just got canceled. My bad. That was inevitable. Yeah, TBS just postponed the premiere of the Dana White-owned uh, professional there, slap league. There was no way yeah. after what happened with Dana White and his wife, and that video came out and circulated, there was no way TBS was going to produce that show. With Dana White's name on it? No shot. That was like the most inevitable well, I mean, outcome. Uh, ESPN's protecting him. ESPN's protecting him? Yeah. What does that mean? There was a guy on Twitter who writes uh, a fight column for ESPN.com who put out on Twitter that they've gotten an edict from ESPN not to write anything incendiary about Dana White. Oh, that's crazy. So, so they that's can't a, that's give... A, that's not me saying it. It's a guy's claim. So they can't give opinions on what And then you had that one of the shows went on today, and uh, both hosts uh, de- defended Dana White. You can't defend Dana White. I'm just telling you what happened. I know, but I'm responding to what you're saying. Yeah, but you're like, don't yell at me. I'm not yelling at you. I didn't do it. I'm not mad at you. And then the, there's a guy on Twitter, look it up, who was like, yeah, we were told nothing incendiary. Really? So yeah. ESPN sells their soul like that? I, I guess. I don't know. The guy was know. slapping his wife on yeah, video. Then I think one of the, the, the takes was, well, she hit him first. Oh, God. No, no, I'm not, and that came from a female host. Oh, my well, God. Well, you know, she did hit him first. Oh, not that he should hit her back, but if she hit him first, yeah. Uh, so. You want to respond to that or no? Nope. I don't need to. Listen, I want to be clearer. I, I'm supportive of Ray Rice. He's a dear friend. Um, but anytime I talked about Ray Rice... I made the point of saying what he did was abhorrent and unacceptable. Well, you can do two things at the yeah. same time, can't so, you? So you can yeah. support your friends. Of course. You should support your friends. Yeah, yeah. Right? But your friends can also do things. I lived it on my on the other end, too. I have people supporting me. don't agree with what I was accused of or any of that. But, yeah. So it's just it's interesting that a guy would actually come out and say, listen, I was told I can't read anything bad about Dana White. Right? No. I mean, I mean, that guy's probably not going to be working at ESPN much longer I mean, for revealing that, but yeah, that's what the guy wrote. Glad he did reveal it. Anyway, TBS postponed the eight-week uh, launch of the professional slap league after the video came out of Dana and his wife getting into it at a place in Cabo for New Year's Eve, as they kind of had to, right? Hmm. Right? I mean, if he's the face of the league and he's just slapped his wife twice. You can't have that. No. You can't have you, you can't. When you reminded me that that show was coming out, because I remember we talked yeah. about it months ago, but I you know, I forget. When you reminded me about that, I was like, there's no way this show's happening. It's impossible. Well, yeah, TBS, I mean, it took only a couple of days. In TV world, that's pretty fast. No, I get it. Yeah. I mean, they never aired it and then said, oh, we're sorry for airing it. They didn't air it. And they're obviously not going to air it. I don't think that show ever sees the light of day now. Yeah, I Unless agree he sells it to someone else. I agree with you. I mean, you want to buy it? And then you give it time. Do I want to buy it? Yeah, no. Evan Roberts presents the professional slap league. No. And your tagline is, what did the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> Slap! <laughs> Which is a Dave Chappelle bit, if you didn't see it. But yes, I recall. You probably didn't see it. I did see it. Did you see it? Yeah. You saw the Rick James bits? I've seen a lot of Dave Chappelle bits. Yeah. What's your favorite Dave Chappelle bit? Rick James. The racial draft was pretty good. You remember that one? Yeah, because they weren't trying to draft Tiger. Right, was not the whole, was not the joke. That was one of nobody knew like which category yes. Tiger went in, so yes. it was a confusing thing for the analysts. Was yes. that the whole that joke? Was, that was a part of it, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, brilliant comedian. Brilliant comedian. Here's uh, Eddie brilliant. and East Isom. Eddie, what's good, Tiger? Good afternoon, fellas. How are we doing today? Great, thank you. So, 
Uh, going back to the whole uh, double uh, week off there during the Super Bowl, I think you guys missed on a very, very key point. Sure. Uh, I think the, the NFL in its biggest game of the season wants the players to be as healthy and prepared as possible. So after a long, rigorous season and a bunch of uh, – Part four playoff games, they want to give the boys an extra week to get themselves together to have the best product out of them. I, don't, sure. I, I hear you. I don't think that's got anything to do with it, though. But by the way, I looked this well, up because we talked about this earlier, in fairness to both of you. They've done this since the beginning. That since yeah. Super Bowl one, there's always been an off week. And they have said both things. Uh, what Craig said, which is time for it to build. And your point, they want the guys fresh. So I think you guys are both right here. And, and I'm probably right wrong. Well, Am I? That, okay. um, logistically, you know, these folks, when your team, I'm also a Jet season ticket holder, so I can touch base on that if you want. Yeah. When these teams find out the Sunday uh, AFC you know, Championship Sunday there, you have families, you have friends, you got to get tickets disseminated. You, It's not just the players and the teams. It's a bunch of people that have to. Uh, you know, realize they're headed to the game. So I think the extra week just gives everybody a chance to get Listen, fired it's up. A, to get it's, all a, it's a positive byproduct of uh, adding the week off. There's no doubt about that. But that's yep. not why they do it. Sure. So, and those are two different things. Like Evan's point was maybe that's why they did it. Let people, you know, make plans, fights, no, no, hotels. The, the, the reason that's not why they do no, it. No, no, I think like, and thank you, Ed. Like, I have, I'm partially right now, but it, since it started from the beginning, I'm not right. Because yeah. when it first started in Super Bowl One, before it was even the Super Bowl, it was the AFL versus NFL championship. Oh, did they? Game. Was that? Did they do a week off from the beginning? I did not. They know weren't that. doing that for the reasons no. I gave. It was the, the build up. And they were doing it for the reasons you gave. Yeah. Now, well, as we sit here once today, in a while you listen to me. But, not often, I know, but every now and then, maybe, maybe just every now and then. Not every point I make, yeah. but once in a while, once in a while, maybe some blind faith. Is Brian Reynolds a yeah. Yankee yet? Uh, no, but, you know, they're talking. <laughs> Should I call Omar and I and ask him? Well, well, you need to ask Omar. Yeah. If you didn't hear this, I, I texted him earlier. I apologize if anyone hasn't heard this. This just came out. Omar did a conference call in taking this job with the Yankees, and he revealed a secret, something I love. In fact, I may do a one-hour special Rico oh, Brilliant. Oh, thank God. I, I can't wait for that. I love this. Yeah. He said that him and Cashman had a great relationship. In fact, during the Brody Van Wagenen days, him and Cashman negotiated a Met Yankee blockbuster where Zach Wheeler was going the to the Brody Yankees. Days? Brody Van Wagenen was the GM, yeah. and Omar was on the staff. Oh, okay, okay, not his GM. Okay. No, no, okay. and so Omar and Cashman negotiated, as Omar said, <laughs> I wish we did it, a monster trade that was going to net Wheeler to the Yankees and something back to the Mets, but he wouldn't reveal the names. Well, hold on. I how need do, to know the names. How do you know Wheeler would have gone to the Yankees? He said he so he revealed who the Mets were going to give up, but didn't reveal who the Yankees were going to give up. Correct. Is that? I, have that I think right? it was the reason he's willing to give up Wheeler is because at the time the Mets were openly shopping him a little bit. It was his last year's Philly. Met. Okay. So I think got he was it. he was willing to say, yeah, you know, Wheeler was kind of like out he there. He almost didn't go to Philly. He so, almost went. Got it. Right. Well, so, but got he also it. says, "Boy, I wish we would have made that trade." Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a second. I know who's on the Yankees. I know who was on the Yankees in the last few years. Outside a judge, we confirmed was not the guy. Right. He was already a star at that point. What could the Yankees have possibly given the Mets that would make me say, oh, my God, I wish we did that? Like, think about it. Who would it be? What year? And what year was it? 2018, 2019. Glaber Torres? Yeah. Oh, great. I know. Miguel Andujar? Super. Like, who are we talking about? Sanchez? 
Great. Gary Sanchez. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> the trifecta. <laughs> so let's say the Mets got Glaber, Sanchez, yeah. and Andohar. Oh. Wow. No, no, no. Sanchez was already a two-time was a three for one deal. No, no, but what I'm saying you're is you're trying to figure who would who would who would hey, do fit you want me the to, description you want of. Want me to play it? I have the audio. This yeah, of course. Yeah. If you have it, play it. Go ahead. Here's 2018 and 19. We kind of well, when we had Wheeler out there. Of course, Brody was the general manager, but a lot of the conversation was me and Cash together. Um, and I remember that there was a tray in place that I'm not going to name the guys, but <laughs> <laughs> there was a tray in place. I think I uh, I say I don't know. I'm going to pass on that. And looking back on it right now, uh, I think we probably only you know unless they won the World Series. I think the names that he gave us were guys that we should maybe we should have taken. <laughs> Hmm. It wasn't Aaron Judge, was it? No, that was not for sure. That was not for sure. <laughs> it wouldn't have been Judge because Judge so was made great guys that, that weren't necessarily superstars or regulars in the Yankee lineup who obviously became good players. Yeah, that might have made a difference. But Craig, a part is that of why, we're on the same page? Yes, yes, I agree with you. Yeah. But part of why the Yankees have failed the last few years is they haven't developed anybody. So who the hell would it have been that would make Omar giggle uh, and say, oh, I wish I the mean, Mets made the deal? Volpe was drafted in 19. Could he have been a name on it? That's no, very, he, he, said he just eight, drafted. He said 18, right? He said, he said 18, 18 or 19. 19. Yeah. So yeah. you want to tell me no, it's, it's got to be a guy that played. Well, don't you think it's a guy who's already proven himself as yeah. good? Like Volpe, you're right, but he's still a prospect. We don't know what he is. No. So, like, who could it have been that would make me as a Met fan and make Omar giggle and say, boy, we should have made that deal? Like, who? I don't know. Could it be, like, could it be a Severino? Severino was already too good at that point. Wouldn't yeah. have made any sense. Okay. I thought of Severino. Good call. He was their ace at that he point. Was there, it wouldn't, they wouldn't have done that. Okay. Judge and Severino make no sense. And he's confirmed it wasn't Judge. So it's Glaber Torres? He's not even that good. Really? Mm. Glaber Torres? He's, he's okay. Okay. Sure he is. <laughs> who would it have been? <laughs> Yeah, he's fine over there. Big he, he is pretty good. He's uh, not uh, great. You know what? Uh, if he's you want, a, he's you not want, someone you're going, oh, my God, I can't believe Big I didn't Mac, trade for him. Big I Mac, do, Grant. So Big Mac, he's a wonderful player. Yes, thank you. Evan, if I ask off air, because yes. obviously I'm not going to put it, he doesn't want to say it publicly, right? Mm -hmm. And can I tell you off air, but you can never use it? Or yeah. is that not something you can be uh, you know, trusted to handle? No, no. I can, can I ask a few questions? The answer is yes. Yes, I would be trusted. So, I would so the question is, you know, I'm very close with Omar, as you know. Yes. He's a dear friend of mine. No, I know. Yeah. I can reach out, and he and I will have, because we've had conversations that don't leave the phone, right? Mm -hmm. Friendship. Yeah. If I said to him off record, uh, with the permission to tell you off record, obviously, or else I would never tell you, mm. um, would you rather not know? No, I want to know. Or do you, Or have the burden of knowing... But you can never say. Can it. I ask you a question in regards to those? Because those are two different things. I agree, but I have some questions. Yeah. Am I allowed, after you tell me, without ever revealing the names, to flatly disagree with the assessment of, no. oh, they should have made the trade? No, you can't talk about it ever again publicly. I, I can't mention I can't offer any no. hands. I can't right say now anything. you can say, I wonder who it is, right. and debate, I would have done that, I wouldn't have done that, that would have been great, that doesn't make sense. But if I tell you, mm. then... You can no longer talk about it because you'll know who the trade was. So the answer to that question is... You don't want is, that burden. The answer is no. And I'll tell you why. No to what? I don't want to know, and I'll tell you That's why. That's what not, I thought. It's not a burden. It's loyalty to this audience. I can't have that information and not tell the people, the good people who listen to this station. Uh, I'm not I can't even, even going to ask them. Then don't ask them. I can't know that. Now, I, I can ask and I can tease you for a few months of it. 
and never tell you. I like that idea. That might be fun for me. Go with that idea. Yeah. <laughs> so I know, but you never know. Yeah. What did is we, it, did we throw out Loisica or Nestor Cortez as possibilities? They were I, both just starting out at, yeah. in those years. I thought about well, the, the thought being that Omar and, Tadei and, feels and, like, wow, if we had that guy. Okay. And Michael King. So I thought right. about, I didn't think about King. I thought about Loisaga. It's nice, but are we really getting nuts about it? No. That's why if you ever told me what it was, my first reaction would drive you crazy. But it wouldn't be to tell the audience the trade. It would be to disagree. We'd probably be like, oh, come on, Omar overplayed it. it That'd be my reaction. Hicks had a monster 2019 Stop it. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? <laughs> Michael King, Jonathan Loisaga, and Aaron Hicks. That's yeah, really that's a deal. Funny. Unless did they you, won the World Series. Did you, of, did you throw in Brett Gardner, too? Tyler Wade. You want Tyler Wade? <laughs> Mike Ford? Nobody wants Tyler Wade now. No, you know, in all seriousness, if I He's had to guess. Oakland A. If I had to guess, I think the guy in the deal would have been Glaber. And I think that yeah. he views Glaber Differently as the than you player do. that yes. you view him and not me. Well, I don't view him as that either. And they would look at it as, hey, that's a great trade. They dealt away a guy they left well, as a free agent, that's, and they have Glaber to Yeah, and considering they got nothing for him, yeah. All right, so, I mean, I'm not going to ask him. I'm not going to put him in that spot. No, ask him. By the way, I've been inundated now with, um, with uh, tweets, and we're getting calls, obviously, now as well. Uh, yeah, we just missed it the first week of December. I will own that. Uh, no one talked about it because the Jets were guaranteed to go to the playoffs. So who cared? Like a couple extra bucks. But now that they've completely uh, pooped the bed, all of a sudden people are now looking at their post-Christmas bills going, wait, wait, wait a minute. They did raise those prices. 10 bucks, 12 bucks, 15 bucks a game across, whatever the number is. It's different, obviously, for every section, but people are livid. So I have a, little, I have a question for you, a little theory. Yeah. And you know this because I talk about this with you off air all the time about how the Knicks and the Nets and the Mets and the Yankees, but to the Knicks and Nets, they change their prices per game based on the opponent. Every team does that. Every team fair. does. Yankees okay. do it, Mets do it, everybody does Everybody it. does it. Yes. If you look at who the Jets are playing at home, you could understand why they're more expensive. All right, so obviously take out the AFCs. You got the Dolphins, Patriots. All right, Bills. Now, there's a ninth home game we haven't determined yet, so let's just wait on that. Go ahead. Here are the four teams. Washington, okay. They could travel, but no big deal. The Philadelphia Eagles. Here, these are the home games. Go ahead. The home games. Yep. The Philadelphia so Cowboys Eagles. and Giants? No. They're going to Dallas. They're going to the Giants. And I already said Washington. So Philadelphia. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Justin Herbert and the Chargers. And the Kansas City Chiefs. That's that's some pretty good games. How the hell are we going to the playoffs next year? We're not. Right. <laughs> right. No problem. Wow. That's a tough home schedule. And uh, also, they're going to play the team that finishes in the same spot as them from the AFC South or the NFC North. So those are the other right. two teams that they would play. Not uh But those are – but you see what I'm saying? Like, you raise ticket prices based on sometimes who you play. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City is coming to town. You can get double the face value the, for those tickets. The, I'm Eagle, with you. the Eagles, too, by the Eagles way. Eagles coming to town. Phil, you come right up to Turnpike, no problem. I'm not as sure about Herbert and the Chargers, but yeah. eh, I can see it. Well, we're going to go to that game next year. I'm in. To what? We're going to go to the Eagle Jet game. Why? Because we're Jet fans? So why wouldn't we go to Jets, Washington? Because I married into a Philadelphia family. Therefore, I'm a big hero if I get them tickets to watch the Eagles So you're going to bring a bunch of Eagle fans to yeah. that live stadium. Yeah, but it'll okay. be in a suite, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, all done. I'm going to get eight tickets for that game. <laughs> Tell Richie I'm coming. Yeah, giving everybody COVID. Is that going to be a Thursday night game? Don't say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I better not be a Thursday night game. That could be uh, that could be a flex all Sunday night game. How about that? Do you think the Jets coming off of this season, and obviously we don't know who the quarterback is. Do you think they're going to get a lot of primetime games next year? I think they will get primetime game next year. 
Um, I think they're going to be a better team next if year. Derek Carr is the quarterback, yeah, I think, I which mean, is, I think is a very fair average assessment right. on what they do. Uh-huh. How many primetime games do they Two. get? Two. Well, everybody gets Thursday, so I got. Am I including that? Like everybody by gets- rule. Everybody gets a Thursday night game. So you got game. the league minimum one. You're saying they're going to get two. They're going to get one extra game. I think they'll get a Monday night game. I think the Jets get a Monday night game. So they're still not getting respect then? Because that's nothing, dude. I think I think it's possible that you get, take the Thursday out because everyone gets Thursday. You get one Sunday, one Monday. Okay. I don't think anything more than Giants that. are going to get like four or five. I think the Giants get more, for sure. I agree 100%. And by the way, if they beat the Vikings, assuming they do play them in the playoffs, or if your little scenario... Uh, happens mm-hmm. where the Green Bay Packers beat San Francisco, the Giants beat who are they playing in the second round? They would play the Tampa or Dallas potentially. Right. Tampa or Dallas in the second round, and now it's a giant home playoff game for the NFC championship against the Packers. Yeah. They get five. <laughs> yeah, they they get five primetime games. They're like this year's Denver Broncos. Every time you turn down a game at night, the damn Broncos are on uh, TV. How much did that backfire? Right? Yuck. Well, next year, you know what they have next year? I forgot to tell you this first time ever. Monday nights are flexible. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think you need to give it a few weeks' notice, obviously, which well, could right suck now for you us. need twelve days' notice for the Sunday night flex. Yeah, you'd have to look up Lugie what the specific rules are, but I know that next year they're allowing for the first time Good. ever ability to flex in or out of a Monday night game. So the only thing you can't flex is Thursday. All right, good, all good. I mean the Jets. We had a whole offseason to bitch and moan about the Jets. As long as they get a quarterback, you can bring Salah back. If you don't go get me a quarterback, Salah, you know, he can go too. 1,800 tequila, and I'm not rooting for it. You better have a legit replacement like Harbaugh. If it ain't Harbaugh, Robbie comes back. See, I knew, and I knew Zach Wilson wasn't going to be any good this year too. I knew it in my soul. No, you yes, didn't. Yes, I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew oh, it right, yeah, around, it Col- right, around, right the, around Columbus Day. I knew it. Really? Oh, was it right around yeah. the time when the story about him sleeping with his mother's no, friend came out well and we all deemed that. him to be like the next great check It was well after that, my oh, okay. friends. It was right around Columbus Day. He was home alone. I invited him over for barbecue and he no-showed me. And right then and there, I should have known. By the way, real quick question. On yeah. the FAN Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Is it, does it have to be good moments or can it be a bad moment? Because sometimes bad moments oh, are on the map. I wasn't even thinking that. Now I've got two of the moments. Yeah, you do. That's why I'm I've got one for, for I don't sure, want to be I a think. bad freaking guy. I think I got one for, for sure. <laughs> Let, can we just put that aside? I win. <laughs> I'll tell you one that Frances is in. That's a lock. I'm sorry. Is it the first retirement or the second one? It's neither. I didn't think about his retirement, and it's not even no. him. It's not even him. What is it? It's that caller. Because I listened that to it. Caller? Yeah, it was a caller. I listened to it the other night on YouTube, and I can't stop laughing all these years the, later. I mean, there's so many. Is Gi- it the call that said Happy New Year in May? Giants and Giants. I'm sorry. Oh, do you think the Giants get together with the Giants when they're in town? That's a Mount Rushmore FAN moment. And it's not even really a host. It's a listener. Okay. That caller, and he still listens. If you're listening, yeah. Mount Rushmore. You think that one call yes. is a top four moment of all time? Yes. Since 2007? Correct. Yeah. Huh. All right. Dude. I mean, this is your list. I listened to it the other night, and I'm cracking yeah. up. By the way, it's obviously very funny. Here's the rules on the flexing for Monday Night Football. Uh, games will be able to move from Sundays to Monday from week 14 and beyond, so it's late so in the season. Is that according to NFL rules uh, expert Al Albuquerque? <laughs> <laughs> That's a dude. Good call. <laughs> I, thought, I, I didn't know you were talking about Alberto Luis Albuquerque. Uh, <laughs> 
That's up there, too. <laughs> Why don't you just put calls to Mike as one conglomerate? Yeah. If you want. Dude, there were right. some really good ones, man. There's some right. really... Well, I asked you to give me four. You haven't done it yet. So. I just gave you one. Yeah, but mine is like, that's just, that's, you know, that wins. Sadly. So can we put that one aside and do four, four other Wait, ones? Wait, your one aside is the Met fan for Yankees? No, the one you're alluding oh, to. Oh, the bad one? Well, yeah, when you said, can it be a bad one? I mean, I mean, I, I own it. But let's just put that over here in a nice little corner. I, was, we can put by, it by the way, I wasn't bringing that up to be a jerk. No, I'm no, saying, like, I remember way. where I was when I, I heard that. Yeah, That's I, significant, good I, or bad. Me too. No, I... I shouldn't have brought it up. My apologies. By the way, I'm not offended by it at all. Okay. I asked a question not even thinking about that, and it's hard to say that's not numero uno. Because you know what? I think we do this with any big moment. You think to yourself, do I remember everything about where Whoa! I was when something Stop happened? Stop it, Rick. And if I remember it, then that's a pretty big moment. If you're like, oh, yeah, I was here. I mean, I if you there. know where you were, that's even worse. <laughs> so, I mean... There's not a lot of moments in life, maybe more for you because you're a lunatic with sports. I am a lunatic. But you know exactly where you were when certain things happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's one that I, you know, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. You know what I think with Mike, too, by the way? His return. Because it was so surreal. The return return more than the leave? Yes, because I was in my backyard. It was a beautiful sunny day. I was the only one happy at WFAN. I really was. We got one less hour? Okay, no problem. Making the same money? Okay. I swear to God, I'm sitting on my deck, and I say, "Hon, let's listen to what Mike has to say." And he just opens the show, and is like, "Yes, well, I'm back." <laughs> Stop talking Yankees. Okay, okay. Am I right, Big Mac? It wasn't like so, everybody's yeah. like, "Okay, I'm back." Yankees, I, yeah. yeah. Mickey Mantle, Grace Ever. Okay, okay. Cash not getting it done. What time is uh, Cash on four or five? Okay. Great. I remember where I was for that, so that's got to be up there too. There you go. All right, I'm building a list. Build a list. Build the list, please. Build the list. Make, make it a new list. <laughs> we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.